welcome to Hot Taking It, a Faking It Rewatch podcast. I'm Alex, and I use they-them pronouns. I'm Lainey, and I use she-hers, and today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 9, which is called Karmic Retribution. Oh my god, it's a cinematic masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> I think this episode and the threesome episode are the two that like you and I have actually discussed the most already, like pre-podcast. <laughs> yeah, just because it's it's poetic cinema. Um, yeah. I, I watched this accidentally last time because I thought we were recording two episodes and we were recording one, but I watched it again today and it was just as enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's jump into it. Um, we go, you know, we have we, we left off last time on the, the cliffhanger that uh, Liam just texted Amy in all caps, she knows, <laughs> because Karma found out about Liam and Amy sleeping together. Mm-hmm. And so... Amy has just woken up after having had sex with Reagan the night before, and she, you know, she's all happy and enjoying being with her girlfriend, and then she um, gets the text um, and gasps, and Reagan is like, oh, what's the drama with Karma this time? And, like, Amy looks like she wants to tell her, but she remembers that she can't, um, and it's just like, oh, you know... There's a test that I haven't studied for. And Reagan goes, you'll be fine. You're a really fast learner. <laughs> so we know right off the bat, Amy is great at having lesbian sex. Yeah. Meanwhile, um, Shane dumped Duke, and he's expecting a text for no reason that Duke is going to text him and, like, crawl back to him. Um, he's, like, on tender hooks for this text. It's really Which, funny. Yeah. I mean... You know, it's partially Shane just being, like, narcissistic because he's Shane, but also he is right in this situation. <laughs> it's true. It's just funny that he's like, yeah, it's going to happen any second now. So then, anyway, uh, Lauren told Theo that she's intersex and it was fine. And then Amy comes in and tells them that Karma found out and everyone's freaking out about it. And they're all like, Karma is going to kill you. Yeah, but the, <laughs> the, uh, the funny part is that she's like, oh, you know – um, Karma found out, and they both go, she did, and then they went, They go, wait, you know? Because Amy told them both separately. Yeah. <laughs> or they found out separately. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Principal Penelope is setting up the big event of the day is a social experiment, the purpose of which never <laughs> becomes clear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on. not sure what they're supposed to learn from it. Yeah, sorry. Before we get into that, I just want to point out my favorite, like, Lauren moment here, which is, like, um, Lauren's like, yeah, you know, karma's going to kill you. Um, like, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't, I would I would kill you if I were in the situation or something like that. And Amy looks at her like, what the fuck? And she's like, oh, sorry, I forgot we were being supportive. <laughs> God, she's perfect. But yes, we got to talk about this social experiment. <laughs> Right. So um, the social experiment is basically they're being divided into different social classes that are made up in a fake fantasy society. Um, and that's it. I don't, <laughs> don't know what they're supposed to learn from it. I mean, maybe she was trying to, like, engineer a rebellion or something. Like, I mean... I think, like, my guess was it's supposed to be to show that, like, social class is random and... People who are given, like, a higher status by this, like, random luck of the draw 
will treat the lower status people poorly, even in like a fake situation with no, no um, stakes like this one. But I thought it was kind of weird because like these kids in the real world belong to social classes in real life. <laughs> and like, um, I don't know. It was just kind of strange to me. Like the idea that, Oh, now you're being treated like a poor person. Don't you are, like, aren't you learning something from that? But like, I'm sure there are a lot of people that have that position in real life, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, and this is like woke high. So like, they know. Yeah, exactly. Like my thought was that she did it just because she was like, I have to show these abstinence videos, which is the the punishment that you do if you if you die by getting hit by a nerf dart. You have to go to the basement and watch the abstinence videos. My idea is that she just like wanted to create like a fun role playing scenario um, because she had to show these videos and she was like, well, what can I punish them for? Yeah, like, that's true. She does say that she's legally obligated to show the videos, which is what makes it so funny that she's showing them in, like, a dark basement with only, like, the dead students. Yeah. Yeah, do you want to do you want to talk about the social classes? Or yes. as Principal Penelope calls them, the clan tribes, which I think manages to be, like, double racist. I know. <laughs> um, I also liked how she said, I have personally designed each clan tribe to maximize dramatic tension. <laughs> Did she say that? Yes. She's just she's just having fun. Like Yeah, exactly. She, she like maybe this whole time this whole high school has just been like one big social experiment for her and that's why she's like she's like letting karma make announcements and stuff like that. I guess you're right. I guess she just lives for drama. Um but the social classes are so there's the class on top which is the cloud spinners. Mm-hmm. Um and they wear white hoodies. Then rainmakers, is that right? Rain dwellers. Rain dwellers who serve the cloud spinners. Mm-hmm. The servile class. Yes. Then there's the mud movers who are, you know, the 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 proletariat. <laughs> um, yeah. And then I also can't remember the cops. But the fire the dancers are yes. like enforce the will of the cloud spinners. They're the cops. Yes. Which turns out to be ironic for reasons that we'll get to <laughs> next episode. Um, <laughs> but so. You know, Amy's gone to school dreading seeing Karma because um, she knows that Karma knows now. Um, So she comes up to Karma and very tearfully is like, I'm so sorry. And then, shocking twist, Karma comes up and is like, no, I'm so sorry. Like, like I didn't know that Liam took advantage of you. Yeah. This one was, like, really strange because basically the whole episode they're like, well, Amy has to tell Karma that it was her fault too, which I like she did do this despite karma. Um, mm-hmm. I also do think Liam took advantage of her though. Exactly. Like that's what I wrote. Like she's like, you know, Liam took advantage of you and Amy seems to think that's totally wrong, but like he kind of did take advantage of her. Yeah. And karma's like, I'm so sorry you had to go through that alone. Like it's sad that they won't let Amy like take the support, you know? Yeah. Like, I know that Karma's doing this because she feels like she has to blame one person instead of two, I guess. But, like, yeah, it's kind of a reasonable reaction. Like, yeah, if, if I heard about that, like, and I knew Liam's history, like... And that Amy was super drunk. Yeah, and also that Amy is, like, to all, all that Karma knows now is that she, like, might be, a, like, a lesbian. Like, yeah. Yeah, you totally would think this. Yeah. Yeah, and, um... One thing that I also, like, that I thought was kind of legitimate about this storyline was that then Karma, 
gets really mad at them for not telling her and Amy was the one that instigated that you know like yes, yes. she was the one that like made Liam keep the secret yeah oh I was gonna say like my kind of take on this too is that Amy and Liam are like the two most important people in her life and I think she didn't want to be angry at both of them because she didn't want to lose both of them at the same yeah, time exactly like later she says she's really mad at Amy because Amy did something that forced her to hate her like, mm-hmm. she doesn't want to be mad at Amy. She doesn't want to, like, not have their friendship. And if she believes that Amy did this, then she has to, like, go through that pain. And so I think she's just in denial about it. Yeah, exactly. But so, you know, at this part of the episode, like, Karma and, and Amy are at, like, sort of a weird, sort of, like, tense friendship. Um, so Amy is originally assigned to be a cloud spinner. <laughs> And she trades with Karma, I think, mostly just because she feels guilty. Um, and she feels like she should have to serve Karma. <laughs> yeah, Karma selects her as her, like, devoted rain dweller to be her uh-huh. personal servant. It's like Amy trying to, like, make up for it, basically, via this very silly channel. <laughs> yeah. It's really funny, though, how, like, Amy is like, I guess we should probably switch. And Karma's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. For all that she's like, I'm not mad at Amy. She's like, no, yeah, no, I should be in charge. <laughs> I love Karma just being Karma in this episode. Yeah. I also wrote down, like, the fact that they gave Karma unlimited power is, like, the worst possible idea. I feel like that was why, like, like they were pretending it was random, but I think that was, like, Principal Penelope's, like, <laughs> thought. Like, she is, she is trying to live for the drama, but she knows that giving Karma too much power will lead to disaster. Yeah, that's so true. She was like, mm, let's not give this to Karma. Um, Shane and Liam are mud movers, and so is Lauren. So they're like the underclass that have mm-hmm. no rights. <laughs> and they just have to do whatever the cloud spinners say. And Theo is a fire dancer. And so, like, Lauren, you know, walks up to him and wants to hang out with him. Or is like, does she ask him to become a mud mover or something like that? Yeah, she wants to switch She's like, oh, switch to switch with someone so that you can like hang out with me instead of Brandy. Yeah, but he doesn't, uh, and he wants to continue hanging out with Brandy, who also has a pot brownie. And so Lauren is really angry because she's like, you know, I'm sure on a subconscious level, like, oh, this is him rejecting me for being intersex, and I don't want him to hang out with this other girl who's like clearly flirting with him. Yeah, this character, like. And I don't really like that she doesn't seem to have a personality besides, like, going after guys that should be going with other people, like, being, yeah. like, a threat to Karma and Liam and being, like, a threat to Lauren and Theo. Oh, that's so true. Never. Liam comes and tries to, like, talk to Karma, I think, and then he's like, is this, yeah, is this the part where, is this Liam? I'm looking at my notes. I, I think this say, is right. I can't tell who said this. When he's like, oh, Karma, you can't just shut me out. And they're like, um, technically she's a cloud spinner, so she can do whatever she wants. I think that I think that's it, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, fire dancers, remove this mud mover. <laughs> honestly, incredible. Yeah. Um, I love how seriously they all end up taking it. Okay, like, the cloud spinners, like, I get that this is supposed to be, like, oh, like, this power corrupts, but they're all just fucking awful from the beginning. Like, they're all like, yes, we are superior, true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I mean, Mostly they pick... like, Karma and Lisbeth is what yes. I mean. Yes. 
Well, both of them are like that, like, in real life. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know Lauren would be doing that if it was her. Like, Lauren and Shane would both be doing that if they were assigned uh, Cloud Spinner. Yeah, it's true. Lauren is so angry about being a mud mover. (laughs) It's very funny. I mean, that almost kind of, like... It's it sort of mirrors her like being mad that she's like intersex when she actually just wants to live up to this like you know mm-hmm. patriarchal ideal. Yeah, like her image of herself is to be like on top of every hierarchy and that's what she wants. Yeah. And so she's like really mad that she has anything about her that's like marginalized. Yeah. So then Liam's like new strategy is to just text karma nonstop. Yeah. She's not not a good one. Liam does not understand women or like people, no. but like, like how is he a player? How? God, you're so right. <laughs> like after the first few episodes, they like kind of calm down on Liam being a player. Like I know they still talk about it, but like they, his personality, yeah, in the later episodes like becomes a lot more like kind of dumb and endearing. Yeah, that's the point that I'm at here. Like he doesn't like he's not manipulative anymore. Like he doesn't know how. Yeah, exactly. And Shane is like, yeah, none of my texts seem to be going through either. Maybe there's a sun flare. <laughs> because Karma is annoyed at Liam texting her so much, she makes them take away all the mud movers' phones. Um, yeah. <laughs> which is great. Um, Amy's the one that comes in to, you know, enforce Karma's will. Yeah. Um, honestly, it's like, what does Principal Penelope think they're supposed to be doing all day? I don't know. Like, I mean, they don't have classes, so just having drama, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But Liam, like, seizes the opportunity to confront Amy and is, like, basically, like, why are you letting me take the fall for this when you did this, too? Yeah. Whatever, Liam. (laughs) Sorry. We already (laughs) talked about this, so, you know. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, it gets to Amy, and she feels bad about it. Yeah. This is where um, Lauren and Shane and Liam team up, right? Yeah. Um, and, like, uh, Lauren's like, well, it's too bad that, you know, everybody knows about the Trojan horse, or we could totally use that kind of strategy to get into the Cloud Spinner's lair. <laughs> this show is good. <laughs> this show is very good. Um, and they're like, we don't know where the Trojan hor- horse is, despite the fact that we've been reading it in English. <laughs> Yeah, like, Shane and Liam are both like, I don't know what the fuck that is. (laughs) And so she's like, well, I assumed everyone would see through it instantly, but if you guys don't know what it is, then I guess we can just do it. Then we go to, like, the cloud spinners where they're brainstorming ways to make the mud movers suffer because because karma's so mad at Liam. (laughs) Elizabeth is like, I think they shouldn't be allowed to look us in the eye and we should tax them half their lunch money. I I just love Elizabeth. Like, I hate her. And, like, I still haven't forgiven her for outing Lauren about being intersex. But, like, this is very funny. I think it's, like, very obvious that Elizabeth is, like, just an incredible Slytherin. And, like, the only reason she hangs out with Lauren is because she thinks that, like, Lauren will... Like, Lauren is basically more intimidating and, like, projects as having more power than her. And then, like, when Shane started to offer her friendship, she, like, immediately went for, like, the more popular kid and threw Lauren under the bus. It's incredible. And now that she's a cloud spinner, she's like, no one should even look at me. <laughs> yeah. 
I think Lisbeth is like a worse person than Lauren. Like yeah. Lauren is like really not as quick to betray people. Yeah. Shane is, but yeah, exactly. Also, Amy, as part of her like service, is giving Karma a back massage, which is always funny. Yeah, and um, I also liked Karma was like, "Oh no, I don't like any of these ideas. I want him to really suffer." Wait, I meant not him. I meant those filthy mud movers. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ! Um. He's like got into got into like oppressing the lower classes so quickly. I know. It's incredible. <laughs> um, so then Amy, like, almost confesses because she's feeling so bad. But then, like, I think Karma's just, like, looking at her so sadly that, or, like, innocently that um, she is just like, I'll just go get you some root beer. But I think that's when she goes over and she sees Vashti. Yeah. Vashti starts, like, stirring the pot, basically. Yeah, I love her. Yeah. She and Principal Penelope probably have, like, a pact. <laughs> yeah, because she just needs things to, like, report on. Yeah. Yeah, so she's like, she's like, oh, don't you think Karma's getting too into this? Like, aren't you worried that, basically, that the power's gonna go to her head? And like, yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, Karma, like, looks over in the middle of that and is like, can I get that root beer today? <laughs> So then Layla comes in um, with a, an ice cream sandwich cart as the Trojan horse, um, and Elizabeth, like, instantly accepts it. Um, Amy's like, guys, it's obviously a Trojan horse. <laughs> that was really funny. She and are the only two people that have read the Iliad. And that's why they're such good sisters. Yeah. <laughs> then... Um, Shane and, and Liam and, and Lauren pop out of the, the ice cream cart um, and like grab the fire dancers nerf guns and demand their phone back demand their phones back um, mm-hmm. and it only really works when Lauren is like you might you know you're on top in this weird social experiment <laughs> that our principal has set up for some reason but like you know what are you going to do tomorrow when I'm back to being popular yeah and Elizabeth so then Elizabeth immediately is like this mud mover is under my protection. <laughs> getting so into it. Yeah, and meanwhile, Liam, like, seizes the opportunity to try to apologize to Karma again. She is not hearing it. She kind of, like, maliciously misinterprets everything he says to, like, be more angry at him. Yep. <laughs> Finally, he's like, Karma, I love you. And she shoots him. <laughs> It's so dramatic. I love it so much. It was so good. She just shoots him in the chest. <laughs> and, and she's and she's like, go to hell. And he's like, fine, I will go to hell. <laughs> I thought it, it was funny implying that hell is the basement where you watch the abstinence videos. Honestly, like, true. <laughs> I just wrote this scene owns because it's great. It's so good. I mean, I hope people are watching along as they as they listen to this, but, like, if you watch no other episodes besides, like, the threesome episode and this, like, this is the essence of the show. That's true. Does anything else happen in this scene? Um, no, just, like, Liam also is trying to, like, implicate Amy, and Karma's really mad about it, and it's like, I can't believe he was trying to take you down, too. Yeah, and Amy, like, keeps, like, sort of half trying to speak up. Yeah, 
And then the next scene that we cut to is when we see that Shane has taken Liam's death and turned him into, like, a martyr for the cause and is trying to incite a revolution. It's so funny. <laughs> and he has all these, like, Che Guevara posters up of, like, Liam's face. <laughs> <laughs> He's, like, papered the school with them. It's it's really, really good. <laughs> Karma's super mad about this. So she's like, you know, how come they made him into a martyr? He's a terrible person. Um, and Amy's like, why are you being so harsh? And she's like, I'm not being that harsh. I'm just going to destroy his reputation until he has to transfer schools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically she is like, well, they wouldn't rally around him if they knew the truth about him, which is that he's the heir to Squirkle. This is like an interesting little role reversal because – karma's trying to like basically lash out by like blowing everything up and like like ruining this person and that's what amy usually does oh that's true that's so true and like amy is usually at like number one liam hater yeah Um. yeah (laughs) but amy's like um i don't know if you should do this she's kind of like this has gone beyond the game like this will have real life consequences this is like liam's life yeah the fire dancers have a shooting range, which is just like, when did they set that up? <laughs> like, <laughs> what is happening? And Lauren goes to talk to Theo and is like, did you eat Brandy's brownie? Um, literally or figuratively, which is like, oh my God. It's awful. Yeah. <laughs> um, because she's like both mad at him for like trying to... Uh, like, she assumes, like, cheat on her and also, like, getting high at school. Yeah. (laughs) Which, like, I mean, it kind of makes sense. Like, she was just, like, drugged against her will, like, a Mm -hmm. week ago or something. Or that was months ago, I guess, at this point. I don't know how long Reagan and and Amy have been together. She's, like, very anti-drug. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) She's anti-everything. It's true. Yeah, and Theo's like, oh... I see what this is about. You think that, like, I'm changing my mind because of what you told me. And she's like, yeah, that is what this is about. And he's like, that's, like, that's not true. I think you're really amazing. I meant everything that I said. But there's some stuff that I can't tell you yet, and I'll tell you tonight if you meet me in the courtyard. I hate for you. I know, me too. (laughs) I was watching this, and I was like, this scene where he, like, basically affirms Lauren, is this, like, because I was... Like I said, I remember, like, vaguely liking him when I first watched the show. I was like, is this why I liked him? It's not enough. No, like, just, like, being accept- accepting of intersex people and, like, okay at communicating in a relationship is a pretty low bar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he shouldn't be in this relationship at all. Let's be no, real. No, he shouldn't. No. We'll, we'll talk about that soon. I know. It's, it's so soon now. We can talk about <laughs> how much we hate Fia and why. <laughs> He's like, anyway, yeah, they get interrupted by Karma's, um, the announcement that Karma's calling an assembly. Yes, which of course she can do as a cloud spinner. In the cafeteria, Karma, like, calls an assembly, but, like, Shane is already there being like, we are all Liam. Remember Liam, never forget, he died for our phones. (laughs) Shane is just having a great time. Yeah. So Karma gets up and, like, is about to reveal... Liam's secret and gasp. Amy Amy shoots her um, yeah. to shut her up. And a stunning act of betrayal. Yeah, this is so funny because Amy's like, now you have to stop talking and go to the basement. But like, there's no reason Karma couldn't just finish her sentence before before leaving. I know. They're, they all just got too into role playing. Yeah, she's like, oh, I'm dead now. I can't. <laughs> 
Um, anyway, because Amy assassinated the cloud spinner, then she is murdered by the fire dancers. It was, it's so funny. What do they say? It's like, die traitorous assassin or something? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Hester gets really into LARPing. Um, yeah. And so then Shane uses this as the inciting incident for his revolution, basically. <laughs> and um, starts, like, stirring up the people to be like, he's like, they can't nerf us all. Let's attack yeah. the cloud spinners. <laughs> Elizabeth says, kill them all. <laughs> it's so intense. It's so much. But then down in the basement, the I can't, it's shocking to me that the only people who have been killed are Liam, Karma, and Amy. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, though, it's not like it's paintball. It's like they're not trying to kill people. It just happens sometimes. Yeah, only <laughs> for dramatic purposes. Yeah. I thought it was really funny how, like, the three of them are sitting as far apart as humanly possible within the same basement. Yeah. Um, and so they talk a little bit. Um, and, like, Karma's like, you know, I had to reveal that um, Liam is a hypocrite. Um, and Amy's like, well, his situation is more complicated than that. And Karma's like, wait, you knew about this and, like, you didn't tell me or, like, you knew he was a hypocrite? Yeah, because this is the thing where Amy ended up at the Squirrel family party and basically found out yes. that Liam's family situation is actually really bad. Yeah. Which, like, Karma actually hasn't met his family. Yeah. And doesn't know that his, his, his sister is actually his mom. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so then Karma sees that, like, Amy and Liam have something that she doesn't know about, and she basically flips out about it. I thought this was sad because, like, the little, like, friendship bond between, like, sort of, like, vague, uneasy friendship between Liam and Amy has been, like, one of the only good things to come out of this whole mess. Yeah. I was sad that it, like, gets exposed in this context where it's really hurtful to Karma. Yeah. But anyway, so she basically finds out from that that the reason Amy went over to Liam's house was to try to keep him from telling, and then she's, like, really furious. Yeah, and she's like, Amy's like, you can be mad at us or forgive us, but you can't be mad at one of us and forgive one of us. Mm -hmm. Which is, like, a noble thing to do, I guess. Yeah. And Karma's like, fine, then I hate you both. Yeah, of course, because she's Karma. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why Liam and, and Amy are shocked by that, like. I know. Karma but also, like, like, anyone would be mad about this, you know, like. Yeah. Like, but even, like, the most, like, if, Car like, you know, I could see somebody being, like, really, like, compassionate and being, like, I know you were both drunk and you did, like. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, I need some, some time to think about it, like. Yeah. I could see that. But, like, if it's karma, karma's never going to do anything except for yell, I hate you both, you know? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I guess where I land on it is that Amy is not really, like, Liam did take advantage of her, but it is kind of on her that she is the one who tried desperately not to have Liam tell karma about it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think the thing that Amy processes as being her fault is that she – wanted to hurt karma mm -hmm. and i think like that is something that like it makes sense for her to feel bad about you know yeah that does make sense yeah so then we go to shane who's complaining about how duke didn't text him but mm -hmm. shane has a squirkle alert set for duke which is like buddy of course um, he does 
and he finds out that Duke signed on with fake Chick-fil-A. I forget their, like, fake name for it, but the homophobic like chicken a, company. Cluck and Go or something. Yeah, Cluck and Go. Cluck and, and Go. Um, <laughs> and also has, like, a fake girlfriend. So. Yeah. He's really mad about it. There's sort of, like, a montage um, of everybody. Like, Karma is sad. Amy is sad. You know, Liam is sad. I noticed in the scene, like, Amy is sitting down, like, at a table at school, and it looks like she has her books out in front of her, and I was like, is she trying to do homework? Oh, my God. Like, it's so funny. I don't know that I've ever seen her try to do that before, and, like, <laughs> she had all day to do her homework. <laughs> She's trying to make up for um, the fact that they didn't have class. <laughs> like, I, I thought that was an interesting detail, um, yeah. because you, you never see them in class. Um there's like this incredibly on the nose music starts playing that's like, what do I have to do to make you forgive me? Yeah, Liam is angry in his car. Um, and then we the last sort of shot is Lauren being sad in the courtyard because Theo never showed up to um explain everything to her. Yeah. I wrote in this part like basically what we were saying earlier, which is like that because Amy like texts Karma and is like, please don't let this be the end. And it's like, you need to give her some space. Like if someone is this mad at you because you, like, betrayed their trust, like, I, like, they have such a close friendship that it's, like, mm-hmm. reasonable to assume that, like, they might be able to work through this in time. But, like, you can't just go from being really angry to someone to being like, okay, I forgive you. You know, like, like yeah. she needs some time to process this. It's upsetting, you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess, like, a lot of the driving conflict is, of the show is that they're extremely bad at healthy communication. So true. <laughs> All right, shall we do segments? Yes. All right. So the first segment is bad decision of the week. I guess I had down Amy not being honest. Um, mm. But, like, thinking about it now, it might just be, like, Theo's whole existence. God, you're right. I actually, like, mine was kind of off screen. I just said uh, Duke for faking a straight relationship. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that most of the main cast is kind of in the place right now where their emotions are running so high that they're not really, like, consciously making decisions, you know? Yeah. But, like, yeah. I do think it was a bad decision of Amy to just self-flagellate instead of, like, trying to talk things out with Karma. Yes, um, that it definitely was. Like, she didn't have to be like, actually, you should hate me, but she should be like, here's the whole scope of the situation, you know? Yeah. Yeah, she kind of tried to, like... It, like, obviously wasn't going to work out for Karma to just, like, forgive her because she felt really bad, and so she Mm. needed to, like, actually work through that with Karma, you know? Exactly. Like, I don't think Amy would have ultimately been happy with just pretending that nothing happened. Yeah. But I hate uh, Theo and also Duke. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, same. (laughs) They're making, like, Um, more, like, actual moral bad decisions. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um, okay, best pop culture reference, there actually were several, um, yeah. but the one that I noticed was when Lauren was, like, they were talking about how Karma is going to be so mad at Amy, and Shane was like, well, at least we're in public and there's lots of witnesses, so she can't kill you, and Lauren is like, I don't know, if I was Karma, that would not stop me from going all Solange in an elevator on your ass. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, such an old pop culture reference. I had to, like, Google it, because I was like, what the fuck did Solange do in an elevator? I had, like, a vague idea about that. She beat up Jay-Z. I know now. I watched the video. 
Oh my gosh. Well, great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my favorites were like, um, Karma's mad that they're turning Liam into a martyr for the revolution. Um, and she's like, it's like he's the fucking Mockingjay. Um, and then Amy's like, I don't know. I'm getting more of like an Obama, hopey, changey vibe. That was really good. I also, also my other favorite was when Shane was like talking about how Duke has a beard now. And he was like, like not in the hair way in the Taylor Swift dating Taylor Lautner way. I know. Like, <laughs> like Shane was years ahead on the is, is Taylor Swift a lesbian like moment. <laughs> Taylor Lautner was gay. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. That was my assumption. I, I don't mean, know if he is. I just thought that's what Shane meant. Oh, I thought I'm, I thought he meant Taylor Swift because like I've seen no, it's a lot really of... funny to me that you're immediately like obviously Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift is gay, so that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've just seen a lot of discourse lately about how like you know some people are like, oh, she's wearing a suit, like gay icon, and everyone else is like. Come on, it's Taylor Swift. <laughs> you yeah, know? absolutely. <laughs> Cleverest insult. I don't know if this is clever, but this is the one that made me go like, oh my God. Um, when uh, like Lauren is confronting Brandy for trying mm-hmm. to, to um, like seduce Theo away, um, Brandy's like, I guess he prefers Brownie to Blondie. <laughs> I have the exact same thing. <laughs> I feel like, up. yeah. <laughs> I feel like they just like um, constructed like this whole episode around that, or like this whole storyline around that joke. Yeah, it was so like there was no need to like go so hard on jokes about the pot brownie. Like we didn't. Need to, like, I just have I mean such a weird like. <laughs> we'll get into this more in the next episode, but like. Like, the pod brownie ends up being, some for some reason, like, a huge deal. Yeah, no, I just mean, like, we don't need to, like, have so many, like, puns on the word brownie. Like, Yeah, exactly. The eating Brandy's brownie part was quite disturbing to me. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. <laughs> yeah. It's anyway. not, it's not great. Um, the next one was line least likely to be said by a real human person. Um, I mean, I think the one that you just mentioned is a great one, but I also had, um, when Vashti is warning Amy about, like, how karma's taking it too seriously, she brings up the Stanford prison experiment, and Amy goes, what's that? Sounds like a jam band. (laughs) You already said this earlier, but mine was, like, Shane being like, I think there's a sun flare. Just because, like, or he's like, I'm assuming it's a sun flare. Like... (laughs) There's so many other reasons that it could be, there could have be bad reception. <laughs> yeah. And worst person award. We kind of talked about this with, like, bad decision. I had Lisbeth for this one. <laughs> oh, yeah, Lisbeth is pretty bad, huh? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I mean. Yeah, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Lisbeth. Maybe, maybe Principal Penelope deserves it, like, an honorary mention for just, like, setting up a weird hierarchy among teens. Yeah, that's so true. Like, just exacerbating the drama for no reason. This is basically also, like, I mean, I feel like we can't talk about this episode without also acknowledging the Meow Meow Beans episode of Community, which had a very similar premise. Yeah, it's been a while since I saw that, I think. 
Um, it's just like the same thing where they're like yeah. divided into arbitrary social classes, but it like I think doesn't use it as deftly to address all the emotional baggage in the room. <laughs> yeah. Because faking it is art. Faking it is better <laughs> written than community. That's my Damn. stand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, again, it's been a while since I saw community. I feel like community had some, like, really great episodes, but faking it is pretty consistently good, except for when Lauren, like, mysteriously becomes anti-immigration. Yeah, yeah. That's really, like, the only bad episode so far. Yeah, all the rest of these are flawless. <laughs> well you're right that the quality is really consistent it's like whether or not like either this is gonna work for you or it's not gonna work for you you know that's that's very true (laughs) all right well i think that's all we have to say about episode nine yes um so that's it for karmic retribution thank you for listening if you want more of us you can follow us on twitter at hot taking it or you can send us an email at hot taking it at gmail.com um my personal twitter is magpilena my personal Twitter is at Kismet Nemesis. Sort of dur- during the accidental hiatus of this show, I've been doing a lot of work on Into the Lunaverse, my aforementioned Luna Lore podcast with, with my friend Han, and you should listen to that. It's at Lunaverse Pod on Twitter. And I'm Alex, and whoa. I'm Lainey, and I know. <laughs> <laughs>